I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Yo, what's happening? My man. Okay, I was trying it out. It didn't work. New year, new show. Familiar voices, uh, maybe, to you. Welcome to the Bottom Line. I'm Choice Woodman. Chris Sneed to my right. Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. How are we doing over here? Happy New Year. You get to talk first if you want. You're deferring? You're, you're supposed to say uh, A.O. Sneeder to him. Otherwise, oh, he won't respond. Man, I forgot. Uh, A.O. Sneeder. What's up? <laughs> I don't get a what it's what it no. do. What it do, y'all. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm learning the uh, ropes of this new territory. I mean, actually, I mean, I am an alum of this show before. I mean, I've I've been in this territory, but it's been a long while. So it's okay. I'm y'all are gonna back. have to glad you're back. You're okay. You're gonna have to ease me back in, like a like a warm man. No, like a old man getting into a warm bath. Mm. Boy, this has started off really well. I you gotta know, say. my whole uh, New Year's resolutions of no screw ups for uh, 2023 is already gone so i don't have to worry about that one yep was that was that your uh initiatives i have one initiative for 2024 you got one yeah one initiative okay i'm listening i told you earlier i am no longer going to try to explain officiating calls to you guys anymore what do you mean you people you what are you people. trying to say you all you people? people you people I so uh, saying, uh, i have just decided that people want to be mad at officials and i'm just gonna let them i'm not gonna try to explain this is the Michael Scott, thank you, me yeah. or Jeff, right there. Yeah, I'm not we do want that. to just be mad at officials. I know, and I, you know, Jamie told me that one point. He, he, I, I remember trying to tell him one time, uh, you know, he goes, Sneed, I don't want your stinking explanation. I just want to be mad. Okay, I, <laughs> you can be mad, but I actually don't want to be mad at officials uh, when it comes to Dallas and Detroit. I, the officials were all right, so I mean they were correct. So I'm not, I'm not upset with them. I'm happy with their their correct enforcement of <clears throat> Dan Campbell trying to confuse them. So I'm good with that. So how was the uh, the New Year's? All the Christmases and uh, two Christmases happened. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One Christmas to go. Still got one. Okay. Yeah, got to go. Uh, the in-law Christmas um, because oh. we went to uh, we had the uh, immediate family Christmas. Okay. Um, and then we had the extended family Christmas. Oh. And now we have the in-law Christmas. <laughs> Immediate family extended and now the... Uh, yeah, I had went down to my daughter's house in Aspermont and had Christmas down there with them and the granddaughters and the girls. And and then went out to North Carolina and did that with the uh, sisters and mom. And So what? Yeah. where's the in-law Christmas being held? Am I yellow? Up in yellow, huh? Yeah. Got to go mm-hmm. to uh, yellow town. What is uh, the color that you got going on? I, my eyes are... Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Mm-hmm. Are we sure on that? Yes, 1,000%. Okay. This is periwinkle. I was going to go more of a fuchsia myself. No, it's periwinkle. But, uh, Looks like that Kansas State basketball uniform. Yeah, it's, it's like not half quite practice full. tank and 
It, it doesn't look like that. Just that's the color not, of it. It's care. not full lavender. It's just like, it's just Fabletics. I got a Fabletic shirt. Yeah, periwinkle. I, I like it. I no, just I didn't know. It. It's between that. like a gray and a light purple. It is, and it's uh, it's it's Coolio. Coolio. I'm trying to see what it comes off as on the. the it looks kind of whitish, but it's it's a periwinkle. Periwinkle. So, uh, lots to get into on the sports front. Tech basketball finally done with the non-con slate. Thank They'll God. start up. Uh, Conference play against the Longhorns in Austin this week. Thank the maker. We will uh, chat about that. Of course, college football playoff was pretty good. Uh, Enjoyed it. Last night. Enjoyed it. Yesterday, if you're into you know good games, then that, that was probably your thing. Uh, had two two close games. I Collier had to point this out to me um, earlier this morning. Last year's games were actually closer by number, but they didn't feel like it, right? I can't even remember who was in last year's games. Uh, TCU and Michigan. Oh, that's right. That was a six-point game, yeah. I think. And then uh, Georgia won on a uh, on a last play. Who did Georgia play? I can't. That I'm was right. uh, the Georgia Ohio State game. Yeah, the field oh, yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah, the field goal. So, yeah. so they get a field goal to, to finish it off. So you know the in the totality, funny thing about those that? games were closer, but these felt closer. I think I think TCU would have had a better time with Ohio State than they did with Georgia. Yeah, in a strange way. Oh, I don't think that's I don't think that's crazy. I mean, we talk about it in sports all the time. Matchups are are vital. You know what's I I I was watching the games yesterday, and I and I said this to myself when I went. It's kind of cool. You got a Big 12 team, you got a Pac 12 team, and you really thought about it. You said, no, we've got a Big 10 team versus an SEC team. <laughs> we got we got it, two Big 10 teams and two SEC and that's, teams, is and what that's, we've got. It just made me sports sad. What we get I next realized, year? Huh? We get this year. I say next year. This year. You know, you really had. I mean, I mean I'm sorry. Would, if Texas had won last night, uh-huh. would they have broke into an SEC champ? I don't know. If you really want to extend the middle finger back to the Big 12, like you did really at, at, at the Big 12 championship game, would you have just broke out an SEC chant? They could have, but... I bet there was a, there would have at least been a small portion of Texas fans that SEC was leaving their mouths. I I would put money down on that. because uh, Maybe, not, maybe had, not all of them. If I was a Texas fan and I was leaving the conference and I had just won the Sugar Bowl... I would a hundred percent be saying SEC. I was I was just thrilled, honestly, just thrilled that I um, Texas football is is leaving my mind for the most part. Like I don't, the Aggies are still around. You know, they don't live rent free or anything. They're still around in my head. Texas, it'll be there occasionally. I'll still root against them, but actively rooting week to week like it is when they're a conference foe. It's not. It's not the same. So I'm I'm glad we're past this. I was so glad that they to see them fall. So we're done with them. It's they're gone in in football. In football, yes, from a football standpoint, because we're not done with them in basketball. That happens this week. Last trip to Austin mm. in men's basketball. Last trip for them to Lubbock in women's basketball this week. Mm. So you get you get a double dip of Longhorn hate. Man, you can really hate on the Longhorns all week long if you'd like to. But um, enjoyed the finish to that one. And honestly, the two teams I was rooting for got through. I kind of like that the... It's one versus two. That's what I'm always in favor of. The, I mean, it, they, they were both underdogs in there. Which is kind of funny. Games. It's crazy. Because... The two 13-0 team. Yeah. 
well, you got two 14 and 0 teams playing. Yeah, uh, and I can't wait. I mean, we do have we're finally in the year that brings us a college football playoff with 12 teams. We've finally arrived to that. So I am excited because you can't tell me there wasn't good more good football, meaningful football to be had this year. Well, Oregon you, couldn't have made a, a splash. Georgia uh, definitely Yeah. would have made a splash. I mean, I I'm not saying they would have won I mean, necessarily. Yeah, I, I think this would have been a good 12-team playoff year. Sure it would. I mean, but I, I, mean, I want to ask this question when we get back, I guess after we do take versus take. But uh, are you on the Kirk Herbstreet wagon? Just get rid of their bowl games? No. But I will, I will answer more in depth wow. <laughs> on the other side. Good. No, I mean, Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet I still respect a lot. He's but he has become quite the elitist. That's where I was going. College football elitist. That's exactly what he's become. And uh, we can talk about that. We'll get to take versus take. Coming up next, you're hanging with the bottom line right here on 100.7, the score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. That music means it's time for Take versus Take. It's a Tuesday, so Sneed gets to uh, to dive in today. He's Chris Sneed. I'm Choice Woodman. Cleet Scott across the way. Me versus Cleet. Apparently, I have the questions today. So, <laughs> Yeah, you have the questions because I dang sure don't. Okay. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> to start off with a fairly simple one. If you had... An opportunity to implement one sport at Texas Tech, but you had to eliminate a sport to uh, get this new sport. What would you choose? Ted. Wait, what? So if that's see, that's hard if you, for if you got to bring in a new department, a new not department, but a new sport to the athletic department, but you had to eliminate a sport to do it. And you can't say you wouldn't eliminate anything. Well, you, yeah, okay. So you're going to offend some right, coach out there. I'm going to have to offend some coach. You're going to offend And I'm coach. sorry. I am sorry, but. Um, <sighs> That's the greatest part of this question. You got to offend someone. I'm going to have to offend somebody here. I'm going to try to who kind of offend the least here. I'm going to offend <laughs> men's cross country. Okay. <laughs> because we have indoor and outdoor men's track. We have. Indoor and outdoor women's track. We also have women's cross country. Yep. I'm just going to make one coach mad for one sport. I'm actually going to give him part of the fall off because he doesn't have to do that. But we would bring in um, – I think we're going to bring in men's soccer. Okay. Um, but uh, the problem is I don't know if we're going to be able to – it stay. I didn't ask you to worry about conferences or anything. Well, it's not that. I'm not worried about conferences. Can I bring in more than one sport? <laughs> okay, get rid of another. No, we don't have to bring oh. in another because I got rid of men's men's cross country and brought in men's soccer, but I'm going to add women's gymnastics. Okay. I'm also going to add women's swimming and diving. Okay. Clint, uh, I, at first I was going to bring in collegiate curling, but I'll stick to the ice and not go curling. I think 
if Texas Tech had a collegiate hockey team, oh man, would be a blast, and it would be the most immediately would be the most hockey that I would take in because I would go all the time. Um, what am I taking away? That's the tough part. That's a good, uh, the good little second part of that question choice. Can I just take out outdoor track and leave indoor track? So oh. we still have one. Of Man, the tracks. I mean, you just and took I, away our, okay, our so, national championship. Well, so I'm, I'm go. I went indoor because we have this awesome indoor facility. But you don't have a national and that way you there. still have your roster and you still have those athletes competing. You take away like cross country or you take away like women's golf or men's tennis. None, they're never competing, right? Okay. So that was my math. So Clint had the point all the way up until he eliminated the outdoor the track. <laughs> if I had went indoor enough. track, would that have made it better? Probably, yes. Indoor track. That's what I meant to say. No. So Sneed gets the point. I would have, yeah, I mean, the hockey thing, I would love it. Plus, it would mean we'd get an ice rink in Lubbock. Yeah. We would have so, to, uh, I mean, we, we do have club hockey, but they play in Odessa, Amarillo. Amarillo now. They used to play He's, down there. Yeah. But yeah, I think that they're in Amarillo now. Yeah. So I would love, I mean, I think it would be fun here. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, they're pretty good too. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, they're really good. So hockey would have been the answer that I was searching for the most, mm. but because of your elimination of track, you can't do that. Well, I didn't. So I, got, see, see, I got rid thing. of cross I didn't eliminate yeah. all of. I didn't eliminate all of track. You I eliminated did get rid of the one of we have so a national the one championship. We've got a t- a natty in, and that's... so you're so you're not believing in the indoor. Wow. Okay, all right, I see wow. how it is. Yeah, reverse it. All right, I thought this was America. Clint starts first. If you were in a coma. And only one song would wake you up. What would that one song be? Oh, uh, <laughs> Wham's "Wake Me Up." <laughs> <laughs> Just for the First, pun of it. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Is that Wham? Yeah, it's Wham. Yeah, it's Wham. Okay. Wake me okay, up before you go. Go. Okay. What's yours? I mean, if you don't know the answer to this already. To live like you were dying. <laughs> I went oh. skydiving. <laughs> okay, I uh, <clears throat> neither answer was great. What? We'll go with what? <laughs> what? I can be the judge here. Wake right? me up before you go, go. Yeah, I know, but it's Come also on. it's also wham. wham. Yeah, I mean the, it's for the it, pun. Mine had purpose pun, and meaning. Need. Purpose and meaning. Mm. Okay. I should uh, be going for a sweep here. We're gonna go Clint's on that one. I should one be going for a sweep here. At least he went. But I mean, you're going with the script. The script. I thought that's how all the judges that's were around the, here. That's the NFL sneeze. Yeah, I thought that's, that's how the, the judges were. I Come thought that's how the officials were around just, here. Going to follow in the script. Just back judges, not. Not the judges of uh, uh, take versus take. All right. Uh, last one, Sneed, you can start us off. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have a chauffeured limo for the rest of your life, but you'd never get to drive again, or drive the car of your dreams for the re- rest of your life, but never get to drive any other car? That You get that one, no matter how old it gets. I am, I am getting a chauffeur. I don't have to drive anymore. You would never. No, you'd be okay with not I'd having be okay the control of with, driving. I, no, I'm. I'm going to be in control of when I go, where I go, and how I go. I just haven't someone drive me there. I am definitely taking a chauffeur all the rest of my life. 
I uh, do not trust. I guess I, I would probably get a to pick the driver in this scenario, mm -hmm. but still, I, I will be honest. There are times where I'm not a very patient driver, and I don't know if I could handle sitting on the back of like a long road trip. And I'm like, can we speed this process up a little bit? So me and the Dark Knight's Batmobile are going to have a, a heck of a time <laughs> that's now street legal <laughs> going everywhere all the time. It's going to be a blast. We're going to go off-roading because you can't like, if you want to go like off-roading or something like that, we're going to, hey, chauffeur, do a donut parking lot. Go uh, go into this field over here. Why can't we? I mean, why can't we? We've had some we've had some late finishes in this this version of Take oh, versus Take, uh, that and is, that is again that is, that is he was going to have it until you said the Batmobile, and then <laughs> then it's like, well, man, I don't that need... thing that tank is not going to like break down anytime soon. So uh, yeah, it's bulletproof. What you... that's brutal. Oh, <laughs> Clint wins two to one. That's as brutal. much as I hate to give him the that's, win. That's that is so brutal. <laughs> I mean, I clearly reported. You clearly reported. I clearly reported. Are you sure? I I clearly reported. Wait, you're number seventy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Oh, uh, so it says rig choice has money on this, and Sneed, don't let him get to you. That's okay. You're not getting to me. Uh, Bring me to life by Evanescence for the uh, wake me up song. It's pretty good. 2.2 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. It's good. On a bull named Fu Manchu. I, that was my one goal when I wrote a bull, is to get to the 2.2 seconds. You didn't even make it 0.8 seconds. Oh, I got it. I got over a second. 0.3 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. I got what was the bull's name? I always forget Wasn't it this. Peaches? <laughs> don't tell anyone that. No. If that bull's name was Peaches, don't tell anyone that. No, it was... Uh, that, 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 I think that was actually his that, real name, but that wasn't its, its the bull name. That wasn't that like his code like, name. What no, was his real name? What does that, that mean? The Widowmaker, <laughs> like Peaches, but everyone calls me like Joe. No, what so do you like? Do? Everyone have, calls me the Widowmaker. It's like the Master Rider. Uh, it's like the horse has a stage name and mm -hmm. a, a name that, that the owner has given it, and mm -hmm. that wasn't the bull's name for like his pin name or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, Peaches is my real name, but it's not what's on the side of my books. Mm. Let's see this from the chat line. Choice, what are you being punished for? They paired you with an official and your least favorite Kansan. No one said he's my least favorite Kansan. We got a few to choose from around here. So wow, you weren't. You didn't seem to be too upset about being paired with that official. No, we we get along. We do. We're buds. We we went through this on uh, on Independence Day. And by Independence Day, I mean December 16th. Independence Bowl Day. Yeah. We already went over this. We're buds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is, this oh is it. Oh, gosh, you dude. All right. Retroactively, because he's playing the song, he loses. <laughs> Can't do it. Sneed's too late. <laughs> Can't do it. I've already put the belt on the wall. Retroactively, <laughs> you have been stripped of your title because of cheating, like every Kansan out there. Well, wait a second. So, you, wait a second. You did. You just he's had, had to vacate the he win. He vacated it, so actually means no one won. Oh man, that sucks. I'm still giving it to Snead. Still giving it to Snead. I'm new to this show, so we're making up the rules as we go. It's okay. All right. Plenty more from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll fill you in on why, you know, I'm here in the first place. 
For anybody just joining us, it is the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It brings me back to the uh, high school days. <laughs> this was out for me. Or, or somewhere in there. Maybe junior high. Wow. God. Thanks for dating me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually date my wife, but it's cool. That's one thing we got to figure out. Dad joke? Is that coming over? Are we just vacating that? You know, one of the things that I received for Christmas in my stocking. Did you get a dad joke book? I got a 101 dad jokes. And I was kind of perusing them all. Send and they're me. pretty good. Why didn't you send me any? Um, In case the dad joke comes over here, then you can you can give your own. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna sit there and pretend to be disgusted by it like hacks. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He actually. What? Loves them. He actually loves them, but I know he does. He's over there he pretending. Has to fake it. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> So uh, we'll see. Y'all, y'all can tell us on the chat line whether you want to uh, see the dad joke survive or uh You know, or it not. was uh, we used to do that years ago on the morning drive. I remember this. And Chuck killed it. It was the bad joke was, of the day, right? It was Snader's bad joke of bad the day. Bad joke of the day. I do and, remember that. And you know what? We would do it at 740 every morning. I remember. And it would be, we would get texts from parents, you got to say the dad joke or the bad joke. My kid won't get out of the car yeah. until they say the bad joke. That's and what I... Chuck you know. killed it. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. And you know you killed it, so don't come down here telling me you didn't. And, uh, and I appreciate you, you sticking up for the officials this morning, Chuck. Uh, a few from the chat line to catch up on. Uh, did Clint get demoted? If so, I'm boycotting to be so sad. No, no promoted. He he's going, promoted. He's, he's gone got, to Tech Talk. He's gone to the uh, the A team, man. He's I'm the one who got uh, he got promoted. He, yeah, he's got uh, <laughs> he got brought up to the to the show. That's right. And and wrestles down here languishing in a ball. Uh, Tennessee Raider says warm man horse name. Nice. That's warm man and uh. More math. I, uh, what are we doing about the race? That's got to stay with the end of the bench, right? The what? The horse race coming up in April. Oh, the that's that's 100% staying on this show. Oh, it's coming, coming over. It wasn't on this show. It wasn't on this show. No, we, oh, we had weed strains. <laughs> no, it was, it was my, well, the horse, race is, the horse race is 100% coming. It was here. my idea. And then Clint, uh, is the one who, well, we were together, but I'm the one who, who launched it. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't like anger this. behind the glass. Chuck is texting, by the way. <laughs> if Chuck says he didn't kill it, I'm going to tell him you did kill what it. Did, what did Chuck say? Best decision ever. No one called to complain. <laughs> uh, you would have. No one ever called you to complain, Chuck. Mm. I'm telling you, the number of people that come up to me in public and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I, the dad joke is great." I yeah. mean, it's I get just as much flack, but yeah. on on the chat line, but in public. Yeah. The number of people who would tell me, my kids love that. They won't get out of the car until you say the bad joke of the day. Yeah. So, and I had to deal it with may, that. It may come back. We'll see. I don't know. The way Choice just said, you know, people on the street just come up to me all the time and talk about how great it is. I never said is. the streets. It was kind of like 
yeah, I have this out of town girlfriend. Yeah. You don't bro. know her. You know, she's like way on, out, of, out of state, actually. The funny thing is, in high school, my first girlfriend, my first like longer term girlfriend, was from out of town. So it was, she lived in Amarillo and I it was in Dumas. And the name so is it's like, Sure. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Uh, UT fans are still going to be ignorant, obnoxious fans saying that they are in prestigious conference and earning more, and they won't be pulling the conference along like they did in the Big Twelve. Of course they are, and uh, they're going to go. They they're going to go seven and five next year. <laughs> Probably not. I'm I'm dreaming, but no, I'm, you're not dreaming. Well, Sweat's not going to be there. That's going to help. Um. Seven and five is probably a little short. Eight and four, I would not be shocked at at all. Okay, let's pull up their schedule for next year. Fuchsia would clash with Sneed's red hair. Okay. Yin and Yang with these shows. Got a Sooner and a Poke on one, a Ref and a Ref Hater on the other. (laughs) That's not true. I love all officials. I just want them to be good. Uh, Sneed, I'm sure you've already answered this, but thoughts on the Lions-Cowboys call? I think it could have gone either way. He already did answer, actually, saying he's not going to answer. But I'll give you my thoughts. Refs were fantastic in that game, except the tripping call they missed uh, a little bit earlier in that drive that hurt the Cowboys. You bre- Did you see that replay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where's AD going to? Um, Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo. Yeah, he's uh, got an expanded role with yeah, rivals. So. so we wish AD the best. Love the dude. <clears throat> uh, don't get the people who whine about too many bowls. Oh, yeah. Need to bring this I, back up. Yeah. Just I, don't watch football if you don't want more football. So yeah. you said uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet. Also, the, eliminate the bowls. He said yesterday on a college game day, he says, we're, we're creating a bunch of, of uh, um, I can't remember we said it, yeah, competitive exhibition games. Okay. And ex- yeah. newsflash, Kurt, for the last 40 years, all but uh, about three bowl games every year were competitive exhibition games. Even back into the, all but one. Well, remember, right? Remember I mean, back in the in the in the nineties and eighties and the seventies. I know we got to you'd let get you get to the Rose Bowl. Things. Yeah, yeah. The Rose Bowl game would be played, and then the Orange Bowl game would be played, and then the Sugar Bowl would be played, and from that they would have this and this and this. And but for the most part. All the other bowl games were just competitive exhibition games. Sure, because the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl didn't have any outcome on what happened in the Sugar Bowl. Yep, and none of those things mattered. They're all competitive exhibition games, and the reason why we do them is that so half the teams can feel good about themselves themselves when the season's over. You know, I know that you, Kirk Herbstreet, have become a college football elitist, and you only care about the teams in the top five. Because you know you don't care about teams in the top eight. You you are a guy who has, has publicly said you don't want to go to 12. You think four is the right number. And I don't know why you're such an elitist. I get it because you only care about Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and, and maybe Michigan, maybe Texas. You probably would rather it be Texas than Michigan. And that's all you really care about. I mean, the, the ESPN Saturday night game, the one that you're going to cover, that's all you care about. You don't care about anything else. And, you know, I mean, uh, Oregon, Baylor, uh, Tennessee, guys like that, uh, you could care less. So, yeah. I mean, 
No, and, and I think that's where I, I feel like Kirk Herbstreit used to be great for college football. And he's I'm not, not saying he's, he's not anymore. No, I, I'm not saying he's he's gone from that because I still think he's he does a good job calling games. I do think that. But his role on college game day. Yeah. I Look, if, if Kirk wants to get rid of the bowl games and, you know, mesh it into a 64-team playoff, okay. Go ahead. That's not what he wants, though. But I he know wants, it's not what he wants. He wants he to get wants... rid of the bowl games and have a have the same four team playoff. I I know he does, and it's it's not good for the sport. You know, I've I've always always been on the side of air on or aired on the side of. Look, I want more teams in that don't deserve to be there, or that won't that that'll give us blowout games or whatever. Uh, but if they deserve to be there, let them get in. We can live through our blowouts because we see blowouts all the time anyway. Um, rather than leave teams out that are deserving, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen it a ton in the fourteen playoff. We haven't seen it a ton, but who's to say we won't get upsets? I mean, what? What's one thing that's been phenomenal about the college basketball tournament every time? Is yeah, you may not get the absolute best winner every year. We may not get that this year because. Is Georgia? How many? You think there's any AP voters out there that's going to vote for Georgia? <laughs> I think so. I, I think there will I, be after I they beat they, Florida State sixty. They, yeah, three to three. Sixty-three to three. They made three? they made their statement. I so think, I, I think it's going to be an AP voter that puts Georgia number one after all this. Kirk Herbstreit career stats: uh, one hundred eighty-three of three seventeen for fifty-seven seven percent, twenty-two hundred and sixty-three yards, seven point one yards per attempt. Um, uh, five touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Career, thanks, Kirk. So you're the guy that I need to be listening to. Yeah, I mean, I did you even play in a ball game, Kirk? He has been, he has become an elitist, but I don't really care because the money's going to talk. We get our 12 team playoff this year. I'm very happy. You went eight about and three, that. Kirk. You played in the uh, Citrus Bowl. Mm. Now the cheese at Citrus Bowl. It's the bottom line. You get Kaylee's Dailies coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Tuesday. It's the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lint, Cleet Scott. Hanging out with you till three today. Uh, keep the thoughts and comments rolling in. Yates Flooring Center chat line yours through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. You want a bit of breaking news? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, Pop Isaacs has been named Big 12 Player of the Week. What? what? It's been a while. So, man. Right? I mean, did, did you have one all of last year? I'm trying to think if you ever had a Big 12 Player of the Week. Last year is such a just complete cluster that I, I know there were some good moments that happened here and there, but the bad ones overshadowed them and just the team overall overshadowed it so much. Yeah, you had a it's stretch, hard to remember any. You had a stretch over like a two week stretch where it felt like you got three wins against ranked opponents. Yeah. I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, you're and right. It was like early February or late January, somewhere in there, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing I'm part of that, but it felt. No, like it was, it was in there. Cause you start off, Oh, and eight in league play, and then you yeah. had that three-game winning streak. Okay. So there were some positive moments, but um, 
you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, Choice. I just, and maybe it's because of the disappointment, frustration, everything that went down last year. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm more excited about the simple things for this year's team. For example, I feel like the team is really sharing the basketball well. I feel like the team is looks like they're totally playing together. Um, and I think Coach McCaslin deserves plenty of credit for oh, that. Oh, sure. Um, I just, you know, and, and I go back to when Coach McCaslin got here and he's interviewing all the old players. Is this guy going to stick around? Is he not going to stick around? Mm-hmm. And um, there were some that were weeded out that I'm like, really? That guy can play? Jalen Tyson, for example. Yeah. I mean, that guy can play. He's young. We can't build him into what we want him to be. And now I just look at the team chemistry. Oh, yeah. And I think, hmm, all good. Feels like good decisions. I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah it feels like at, good decisions made. Yeah. And yeah. The guy that Jalen Tyson followed also, too. Oh, over goodness to Cal. Gracious, That's. Yeah. Uh, and they're not doing so hot. So yeah, he's not hurting my yeah, feelings. He was not a question. You know, um, we couldn't get rid of him. Hacks and I talked about that. I don't know if it's last week or the week before, but this team's just much more of a joy to watch. They're so much more likable, in my exactly. opinion. Exactly. I mean, it's just the likability factor. And, and and they may make the tournament. They may not. And I'll be honest with you. Part of it is because I don't know how much money they're making. <laughs> just, uh, it was hard for me to root for a guy who was making four hundred and fifty grand that couldn't play the majority of the season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I get that, but but the likability factor is just, and part of it is the chemistry, and yeah, this they, team feels a lot different than what you had last year, and it felt like the whole year, or at least for a lot of the year last year, I'm sitting there having to try to convince myself to to root, for, not to root for the double T, but to root for individual guys. So it's like, yes, all right, Fardo's the, the the chunky monkey gets back out there, and and isn't that a flavor of ice cream? Is it? I don't know. I think it's Chunky Monkey. Isn't that a Ben and Jerry's? Anyway, Fardos. I was trying to think of the. He fattest looked at food you, Clint. Get. I don't know if you were like, did he have the nickname of Chunky Monkey? Would he be a fan of Chunky Monkey? I didn't appreciate how quickly you looked this direction either way. <laughs> I figured honest. you'd be our ice cream expert, Clint. And I think you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I do love some ice cream. Anyway, Fardos. The uh, we'll call him what a. I'd call my like a, a fat baby, a chunkers, a little chunkers, chunkers. you know. So, and that's okay for you to say that because that's what you said you referred to, the baby. to yeah, yeah, to your little, little guy. Fardos was a baby anyway, okay. so yeah. like the whole year. Anyway, he comes off the bench eating Cheez Its all the time, and I'm sitting there trying to convince myself, all right, the fact that he only gets one inch off the floor is, is totally fine because right. he's really tall and sometimes. Made a shot every once in a while. I mean, I just, I'm trying to convince myself to like these guys last year, and I don't have to do that with this team. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That's the difference for me. <clears throat> and it makes me appreciate the guys that are back from last year because I think Coach McCaslin and going through and deciding who he was going to keep and who he wasn't going to keep was looking for characteristics of guys that he thought, hey, these guys are going to be able to. Uh, play within my system and play the style that I want them to play, but also be the teammates that I want them to be. Yeah. And so, you know, Pop Isaacs, our, our Big 12 player of the week, and even Robert Jennings, you know, guys like that that are coming back. Sure. Are there any others? 
Who am I missing? Oh yeah, there are more. Kerwin. Kerwin. Uh, um, he's actually, you know, De- elevated a ton since DeMorean last year. Williams. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. I think he had four. He's still on the team, right? <laughs> he is. Yeah. He played I, at the end of the game. On, I know. Uh, I was being somewhat sarcastic. Yeah, I, I'm shocked at, at the difference in the two, in Kerwin and Demarion Williams. That How they, they're basically were the same. Where they, yeah. I mean, Demarion probably played more than Kerwin last year. Oh, I don't think there was any question. Um, I think way more. But how Kerwin has just, yeah, spiked um, in, in terms of production, and and his seems to be between the ears and attitude and all that seems to be from those that seem to know more than me, uh, way different mm-hmm. than it was last year. Um, and and surroundings have a lot to do with that. But um, I don't know what to expect when league play rolls around because this is an extremely difficult league like it is every single season. Um, I, I don't think I'd be surprised if this team won, probably put the floor about six games um, mm. in league play. That would be the bottom if, if things just really didn't click and they you couldn't win games away from home, that sort of thing. That would be disappointing. It would six. be. It, it would be disappointing. But I wouldn't be surprised at that result necessarily. But, if you uh, got but a- I also wouldn't be surprised if you went and won 10 or 11 games. I, I, think, I think I would be surprised with both of them. Which is which would be more six surprising? Six or ten or eleven? Oh man! Because I think most people project this team to be somewhere between eight and nine wins, maybe ten wins. Eight to ten wins would probably yeah, be more. Kind of where I see an eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I guess eleven wins or six losses or six wins. Sorry. I think six would be a bigger surprise. I don't know. Eleven seems like a really lot too. It does. A really lot. Which would be more surprising? A really large to you, number. A really, a really lot. Clint, what what about you? What's more surprising? Six wins or 11 wins for the Red Raiders? You there? (laughs) I think we just woke him up. I was just, uh, you know, doing things with the beautiful sounds of your voices that I have. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Um, I would think... Six wins or 11 for conference play. I'd be more surprised... Man, I think I'd be more surprised at 11 wins. I'll be honest. I think I'm flipping and leaning that direction. 11 would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, because what 11's probably getting you into top five territory in this league. No, I don't. I don't probably. think either would floor me. Yeah. Um. I just I, I I would be talked into you know if future you came back and said one of these two things happened, I think I'd be more easily talked into. Hey, you took care of business. Uh, in your home games against like a UCF and Oklahoma State, and then you took care against. West Virginia, but maybe you slipped once in a game you shouldn't have on the return trip to UCF or something like that. Oh, something in there. Someone says on the chat line, 11 to 7 isn't that crazy. Um, but when you think about it game by game, that means you would have to win, what, eight games at least at home. I think you can give yourself room to lose one home game there and four games on the road. You'd, you'd go 8-1 and one at home, and then you'd have to win at least four of those on the road. Are there four games you can win on the road? That's my question. You play at West Virginia and at Oklahoma State. Both tough venues to play in, but not great teams this year. You play at UCF, another one of those that's towards the bottom of the league. So mm-hmm. where's the other road game? Not winning at Iowa State, most likely. Not not for sure. It's but a tough place to win. Not Probably not winning at Baylor, probably. We've you could probably before, win. Though. You could probably win at TCU. Don't know, but that's that's doable. At OU, doable. 
So I guess, I, and you know what? To be completely honest, I don't view this Texas team nearly in the same light that I look at the uh, Houston, Kansas, or Baylor right now. Mm-hmm. And you play Texas on the road, first game of league play. I would not be just appalled if Texas Tech went in and won on Saturday. I'd be thrilled. I I, I would be thrilled, <laughs> but it wouldn't be shocking to me. I'd be, uh, you know, yeah. raise the eyebrow out of it. Oh, but not, it wouldn't be anything that would I, just. I would tell you I'm not going to predict it, but I wouldn't be shocked. Same here. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to predict it. I'm not saying that. But this this Texas team, you look at the metrics on them, you look, they're almost the same team as Texas Tech. They've lost their lost their games to better teams. Mm-hmm. Um they're they're basically the same team as Texas Tech. They're a few spots off in Ken Palm, like two spots off in the the net rankings. These two teams are almost mirror images of each other. The only reason Texas is ranked 20th right now is because of their preseason hype. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it is a winnable game on Saturday. That being said, going to be a tough one. All right, uh, someone already calling me out for my bad math. Surprise, surprise. And you're fat shaming. Did I fat shame? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Tuesday. You got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lent, here in the First United Bank studio. Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. You'll hear him coming up on Tech Talk. Uh, someone did ask who is on Tech Talk. Uh, should be it will be Clint and Gus for the. Uh, I hated this phrase, but I'm gonna say it anyway. And during COVID, the new normal. <laughs> the new normal. I know that was like something I got so tired of during COVID. Uh, People said that. And Clint's involved. So there's no should, normal. To yeah, it. should there be normal? The new Tech Talk. We'll just go with that. Sounds good. You weren't you weren't gonna get a pushback. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Clint and Gus will be your normal duo on Tech Talk there. Um, dynamic duo. Dynamic. Why do you give that to him? Because it's going to be dynamite. It's going to be fun. But it's him. It's going to be good times. <clears throat> you know I'm right here, right? I mean, yeah. ice oh, cream talk. You can hear this? Chunky monkey. Yeah. That's going out, you know, to everyone. I mean, it's, it's truly the bottom line post-game show. It's really what it is. Okay. That's what we're going to do every day. The bottom three line hours is break down the show. Break down what happened on this show. All right. <clears throat> well, something that normally happens at this time is questions. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Okay. I know you can't pick the four new teams coming into the Big 12 Conference. But- I, I can tell you who they are. I know. Oh, okay. okay. But I want you to pick someone in the conference that's right now because I want you to, to tell me who you think will make the biggest jump in the conference standings next year compared to where they were this year. So obviously you can't pick Arizona, Arizona State, or Colorado, or Utah because they're not here. So so of the 10 remaining teams, yep. we have 10. Which one do you expect to be? Much better next year than they were this year. Let me try that again. The 12 remaining teams, um, 
who will be better. That's right. There's 12. I know. I The number. Yeah, but you can't say Texas time. or Oklahoma. No, there's 14 right now with Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, we were so close to having yep. a Big 12 for a You're moment, right. but we, right. we're not going to get a Big 12. It's going to be a Big 16. You're right. Uh, no, we're good. Um, so who is going to make the biggest jump from this year to next year? Yep. And you want record-wise or just, you know. Sure. I mean, that's the, probably the easiest. Because I guess last year the answer would have been. Uh, I'm looking for finishing the Big 12 Conference. Okay. Because last year I think that would have been West Virginia going from yeah. way down to a top five finisher in the league this year. Oh, man. Um, the biggest faller last year was uh, TCU, I guess, going mm-hmm. from first to losing team. This is a tough one because um, I think there's a lot of candidates here. So you and really kind of have to I'm look. I'm extremely biased. You have too. to look down towards the bottom right, if you're so, looking for a big jump, right? Right. So that's what I'm pulling up is the, the standings from this year. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm ready to be incredibly burnt on my answer. Don't because do I'm Don't do I'm it. I'm putting stock back into Gus Malzahn. Oh, okay. And UCF, uh, they just got their quarterback. I think KJ Jefferson is a good fit over there. That'll do just fine. I think he'll set the league on fire. I think that they uh, have been through the ringer now in the Big Twelve, and I also think that maybe it'll be a little bit more favorable for them next year in the truly wide open feeling conference. So I, I think the I'll go from three and six to maybe a positive winning record in the Big 12, which will possibly be the biggest jump. I just don't think Baylor's going to do it. I don't think Cincinnati's going to make a big jump. Yeah, I'm very curious about TCU. I kind of think they're going to remain towards the bottom. So, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. Cincy, I think, will make a jump, but not a big one. I don't think they're going to be 1-8. and eight. I think they may win three or four games next year. BYU is the one I want to pick. Their quarterback is graduating, correct? Yes. Keaton Slovis is gone. And that's where I don't know if I can pick them, not mm-hmm. knowing what's their, their quarterback. I think they're the best structure as far as team and program to to still be able to move up. Um, but I don't know quarterback situation for them. Houston, I mean, a whole new coach. Mm-hmm. I think Donovan Smith is good, but I think he's got a ceiling. I believe he's got another year, right? I think he does. Yeah. I'm not picking TCU out of principle. <laughs> it's a tough one. It really is because I don't. I look at the bottom of this league and I don't think anybody's going to make a, a great jump. But if I had to pick one, I think I'm going to go exactly where Clint goes in, in three and six UCF. I don't think they're going to be that bad next year. Um, and they made a bowl game, but I, I think that's a team that could be flirting with the top five in the Big 12 next year. Flirting with. I think they're still... a a talent-rich team. I think they got a ton of team speed and will continue to do so. So I'm going to go UCF. BYU is my second answer with a big question mark at quarterback. BYU is my answer. Okay. I just feel like um, that's a program that knows how to win. Uh, I feel like it's a program that the Big 12, I don't think it's going to give them this massive boost recruiting, but I think it's going to inject some life there. Yep. And... and they lost some some close games this year. I think they could they were better than ultimately what their record showed. 
Um, also got a gift win against us because of our quarterback situation. But, uh, yeah, I think BYU is the team. Again, because I, I feel like you can't pick an Iowa State or a West Virginia or whatever because then you feel like, well, they're already so far up there to begin with. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not going Baylor. I don't feel like that program's in the right direction at all. But I do feel like BYU could, could make a jump. Now, if we flipped it around and went the other way, who would drop team, it? Who you think will be a team that will drop off? I think there is potential for West Virginia to fall off. Now they've they've got Garrett Green and mm-hmm. quarterbacks pretty good. They do they will lose a little bit um, next season. What about Oklahoma State? Are we giving <sighs> Bowman a ninth year? I he's he's going to get the year. Yeah, I bet he does too. Because it was I think he only played in three games here. Because uh, that's what they're petitioning on is one of his years in Lubbock that he only played three games and. They don't really deny medical red shirts, really. I mean, that's that's pretty cut and dry on that. So uh, I bet he comes back. They return their whole offensive line and return uh, Ollie Gordon, too. So I, mm-hmm. as much as I want to see them falter a little, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, I don't that think still wasn't – that was not I, – I know what the record says, but I also know what my eyes saw. That's not a 10-win football team. Nope. How they got there, I don't know. Crazy. Mike Gundy, he's got magic coming out of his butt or something. I, I don't know how he he does what he does, but they sp- spill out ten win season after ten win or nine or ten win seasons every year. Well, even I mean, when he they deserves don't have a lot of credit for it, but I think their schedule this year had something to do. Had with a ton it. to do with it. Yeah, had a ton, and I yeah. I hadn't even looked to see what it is. Um, I still don't know about Iowa State. Overall, the, like we boosted them a lot. They went six and three this year. They're only seven and six overall this year. Yeah, they definitely After. overachieved from what we, well, at least what I thought they were going to be. I think that's a team that falls back from six and yeah. three. They, I think they could be about four and five next year. What about Kansas State? No, no, <laughs> they're good every year. What about I, Kansas? Maybe. Please say but, yes. Yes, absolutely. No you know, question. They, they uh, return a Zero lot wins. on offense. I know their <laughs> offense do. is still going to be legit. They do. Yeah. Um. I I honestly think their five and four in league play was a little, a little disappointing for what they could have been. Well, they didn't have their quarterback for most of the season. Well, season. I know, but was pretty good though. Bean was pretty. Yeah. Yep. Pretty darn good. So, who's your falling team? Oh man, Colorado. I think. It could, <laughs> I think it's West Virginia. I don't expect them to. Yeah, I mean, to be good again. Six and three, nine and four for the season. Yeah. I just, I would be surprised by that. I think Iowa State, I'd, I'd probably drop down to a losing record next year. I don't think they go six and three. And I get they they return quarterback and some others, but um, yeah, I you know I I look at the incoming teams in the league too, and there's really only one that scares me. One that makes me nervous for next year. And that's Arizona. It's not even Utah. Really? Yeah. I think that Arizona team is legit, and they've got a a freshman quarterback that might step into the league and be the best Mm -hmm. quarterback in the league next year. Not the Colorado Deons? Not so much. Not so much. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.